0: Listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, with your host, Vivian Bell. Well, it's declaration time, and our declaration here at She Who Believes, the podcast comes from Luke 1 and verse 45. I will be declaring this word from the English Standard Version. Remember, you can choose any version that you choose. We only ask that when you speak this and declare this word over your life, that you replace the word she, or in some versions, Woman with your very own name, because we believe that the word of God is for us. That it is just as alive and active as it was when it was written, when it was spoken, when it transpired over two thousand years ago. So here we are again, Luke verse, Luke one verse forty-five, and it reads as follows: And blessed is Vivian who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the lord uh, isn't that a great feeling to be able to personalize the word of god to be able to know that his word is for you and to grab hold to it and claim it and make it yours because it is as children of god his word is true for each and every one of us Today you're listening to the podcast she who believes I am your host Vivian Bell and I am indeed she who believes well when God gave me this week's title I laughed like literally laughed because I could um I could (laughs) what's the word I'm looking for I could understand it like literally there were memories that came flooding back to me when he said these words and the words were I didn't hear you sometimes I have you ever seen a parent just lose it when a kid says I didn't hear you usually that's because the parent knows that child heard them like literally knows that in their spirit they know the child has heard them there have been times where (laughs) a parent can be within the distance and actually be watching their child as they're calling to calling them right they're calling their name they're saying hey bring me this or that. And they're watching the child ignore them. Like even overhear the child maybe say, I'm not going to do that. And then the parent will wait a few minutes or a moment and say, hey, didn't you hear me call you? Didn't you hear me say, do this or do that? Didn't you know that I was calling your name? right? And the child will say, Oh, I didn't hear you. But then what the thing the child does not know is that the parent was watching them the whole time, literally watching them, ignore them. And so I giggled because I knew where God was going with this word, right? So for this month, we're discussing vision. And so the first month, the first week we talked about how God trusts us with the vision and how we're responsible for the vision, right? Like God is trusting us to do a thing. Like he's putting his complete trust in us to do a thing. And we've talked about Matthew 25 and the servants that were given the talents, right? And burying them in the ground. And then last week we discussed the acceptance of vision, right? Us actually accepting the vision, receiving it, and being willing to just step up to the plate, right? This week, we're talking about writing the vision. And God has been speaking to me about why people don't write the vision. Excuse me. And he said to me earlier in the week, he said, the real of it all. And I thought, oh, that makes it real. And he started letting me know. He goes, no, that makes you responsible. So... People often won't write the vision because they refuse to be responsible for it. And so as God dropped the title of today's podcast in my spirit, several things came to me. The first one was, well, not in this order did they come to me, but I want to give you a biblical reference. So we're going to go over to Jonah, the first chapter, and I'm reading this from the New Living Translation, and I'm going to read verse 1 through um three and so it reads as follows the Lord gave this message to Jonah son of Amitya get up and go to the great city of Nineveh announce my judgment against it because I have seen how wicked its people are but Jonah got up and went in the opposite direction to get away from the Lord He went down to the port of Jaffa, where he found a ship leaving for Tarshish. He brought a ticket and went on board, hoping to escape from the Lord by sailing to Tarshish. I know many of you may know this story, and you might know the major part of the story of how Jonah got on the boat. There was a storm. They said, hey, what's going on? And Jonah said, hey, it's my fault. Just toss me overboard. The large fish took Jonah in. He stayed in the belly of that fish for three days. And um, God uh, caused that fish to vomit Jonah up on shore. He finally ended up doing what God told him. And he preached to the people of Nineveh. And often I've heard preached about different things about this story. Um, the alignment of God and the fish and the salvation of Jonah. But something that stood out to me the last time I heard this story preached was Jonah's attitude and how he didn't change it. Because even though he preached, he was still angry about it, right? So have you ever, whether as a sibling, a parent, um, just somebody witnessing a situation with a parent, Telling a child or a teacher telling a student to do something and then pretending they don't hear that adult who's in charge of them, who knows what's best for them, telling them to do an assignment and they refuse to do it, right? We've watched the outcome of that. But how many times have we actively been that person? How many times have we decided and within ourselves that I'm not going to do what God has said? And maybe you're not as blazing or as my grandma would say, with like blazingly disobeyed or blatantly, as some others would say, disobey God, but yet you pretend that you don't hear him. So I have this client and the client was sharing how she's retired and so is her husband, but how like, like her husband, he can sit in the chair by the pool and stay wrapped up All day near the pool, bathing in the sun, swimming, relaxing. And though life is great and good for her and um, God has blessed them, she can't seem to sit still because she believes that there's something still on the inside of her. So she is writing books and um, doing these things that God has called her to do, right? Some of them, she's not even really sure exactly what they are, but she can't sit still that's her sign, that's her That's her. her spirit letting her, her physical body know there's still more for you to do though you have officially retired. And so she's listening to the nudging of the, the Holy Spirit, right? She can't sit still. She literally can't sit still. And then God reminded me of another situation. So often, people will be hell on ignoring God at all costs, right? Pretending not to know His will for their lives. Much like Jonah. Like he knew it was God speaking to him. But he decided If I run, I can't get away from this. Well, just like that servant in um, Matthew 25, who decided to bury his talent in the ground, there is no getting away from the judgment of God. And I'm not here to to preach this, um, to bring fear to you, to, um, I'm here just to do what God said. How about that? How about I'm not gonna run from my assignment worrying about, um, how this message will be received. I I know a particular individual and, um, it has saddened my heart on many levels for different reasons. And, um, the part that really saddened me was when I really realized that this person really did see what was on the inside of them. They really did hear God speaking to them. God had given me a word in reference to a particular individual, and um, I don't know for those of you who God has ever spoken to you and told you to give someone a word or showed you something about a, an individual or a person, and um, I don't know for those who um, God will speak to and He'll say, Go tell this person I said this, or tell this person I said that. Um, I'll, I'll use this example. I remember when. I first started to get um, comfortable in my spiritual gifts, right? And God speaking to me and saying, "Go give this person this message." Well, first of all, that's in that's like a um, I don't say a scary situation, but it's a it's a place where you it's easy to say, "I don't care about what people think about it about me or." you know, Hey, I'm just delivering this word. It's not my responsibility. It's yours. But when you're first trying to really step into and understand that gift, um, you know, specifically that God is speaking to you, but then you have that other side of how are they going to receive it? And I remember situations. And I think I've shared this on the podcast of God, giving me a word, like literally in my prayer time saying to me, go tell your neighbor, like physically your neighbor, neighbor, my neighbor, that was a several doors down from me, go tell your neighbor Dustin and so. And it was a hard word, right? And so of course, I'm like, Okay, Lord, I love you. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be obedient. But I then I started to um, try to barter with God, right? Well, Lord, can I just text her? Can I just tell her, you know, and I said, Well, Lord, I'm gonna just text her. And I remember texting the individual and telling her what God had said. And that individual coming back, like with this response of, I don't know what you're talking about. And I remember just like, oh my gosh, like, did I get it wrong? And so, um, before I could get into this place of heaviness though, the God, the the Lord that I serve, the God of heaven, our father spoke to me quickly and he said, you heard me clearly. You heard me and uh to not be moved by the situation but I was still like oh I've got to see this person and um I remember just feeling this 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 just pulling my spirit and maybe an hour and a half went by and the Lord had said he says you heard me and he left it at that he said nothing else right hour and a half later the person texted me back and said I'm very sorry I know exactly what you're speaking about. God has been speaking to me about this thing for three weeks, but I didn't want to listen. I wanted to pretend that I didn't hear him. I didn't want to be responsible for this word. I didn't want to be responsible for what he was saying. But I thank you for being obedient to God. And I'm not sharing that because I want to sound super spiritual or sound like I have this great gift that no one else has. No, that's not what this is about. It's about knowing that we cannot run from an assignment that God has placed on our lives. Right? So this person came back and was like repentant in her heart of like, I, I know what God said. Thank you for saying it. But then there's a particular situation where God had given me a word about something, right? And so I knew what was supposed to happen. And there are times where God will, re- will reveal things to you. And you have to say, Lord, what am I supposed to do with this? Am I supposed to tell the person? Am I just supposed to pray about it? You know, why did you give me this knowledge, right? Why did you ex- give me tell me this? What do you want me to do with it? And so, God had given me this word. Honestly, I was I was Jonah. I didn't want the word. I didn't want to accept the word. I cried, like literally cried in the moment that God gave me the word. Fell on my face and started to scream no. Like, literally. No. Like, no. I didn't want this to be. I prayed for this, but this isn't what I wanted your answer to be. I didn't want it to be this individual right just being real and so eventually the Lord led me to tell the individual what he had told me and I remember uh, months went by years went by and I remember one point just feeling so disappointed and so heartbroken because this individual kept saying that I was wrong, that I had gotten it wrong. And the way they kept responding to the word, this word that God had given, made me start to question like God. And I didn't even realize I was questioning God. Again, a transparent moment. And I remember saying, God, why would you tell me? Why would you give me this word and then not give the word to this person. Because so one thing I've, I've learned in life is when a prophet speaks a word or God sends a word by the mouth of an individual to you, it, it should be confirmation of something he's already spoken to you. For example, thank you, God. The example I just gave about my neighbor. God had been speaking to her for three weeks. So the word that God gave to me to give to her, was really just confirmation that, yes, I said it, I being God, not me, and yes, you heard me, now act on what I told you, and so this person was so adamant and and kept coming back at me like I was wrong, like I had gotten it wrong, and the thing that was crazy about this word is that God kept giving me the same word in different forms. He kept confirming the word. He kept sending other people to confirm the word. I remember actually being in a church service and the the evangelist who was there at the time said, put your hands in the air, close your eyes and ask God to show you a vision of what he has for your life, what he has for you to do. And I remember as I was putting my hands in the air saying to God, because God had kept speaking to me about this individual so much that as I was putting my hands in the air, I literally said in my spirit to God, and don't give me a vision of this person <laughs> again, like, Lord, I don't want you to give me another vision about what you said for me to tell this individual, because in my spirit, i like, literally God at that time had been speaking to me for years about this situation. And I didn't want to hear it. I literally didn't want to hear it. And the minute I closed my eyes and surrendered to God, he started speaking to me about this individual and about what he was going to do in their lives and how he was going to do it and how I needed to play a certain part in that thing. And I remember just feeling, um, knowing it was God, but not being really, um, say, grateful for him speaking to me about that, that person. And getting ready to deliver that word to them again. The minute the evangelist wrapped up the, 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 the meeting. The church session. The church service. Here comes another member of our church. Like this person was practically running to me. And that person said. What did God show you? What did God show you? And I didn't want to tell the person because I knew that God was coming to confirm the word yet again, right? And the person said, I believe God showed me and that I'm supposed to be a part of that situation. And so I knew it because God had started revealing even more how he was sending people to actually provide for this person to walk out what he has said to them. But even with all of that, I remember crying out to God and saying, Lord, why would you tell me something? Because literally this person was a Jonah. They were adamant that God had not spoken this word to them. And they did everything in their power to make me feel foolish. Every single time I would tell them what God had told me. And so I was hurt. I was angry. I said, God, at this point, after years of and situations like where he would confirm it again through someone else, I knew that God was speaking to me. I knew I had heard him, right? And so one day I said to God, why in the world would you tell me something and not prepare that person's heart to receive this man Why would you tell me something and not tell that person? because now I'm out here looking like a fool. Now I'm out here looking crazy. Now I'm out here looking like this nut. And before I could finish the third or fourth time of asking God, God said to the person, said to me, said, that person's a liar. He said, he basically showed me that I was questioning him as God, as if I really didn't hear him or as if God really had wronged me, wronged me in some way, as opposed to the human being just being a liar and being a person refusing to do the will of God. Because I still, again, wasn't confident in myself and that gift and what God was doing in and through me. And I'm sharing this because one, God told me to. And two is because I want to encourage someone today that to not pretend that you don't hear God. Because the one thing I do know about Jonah is that you never heard about Jonah again in the Bible. And recently I've, I've watched God close the door in this person's life in reference to this situation. Because for a decade, God, literally a whole decade, God spoke this promise over this person's life and they refused to be obedient like they partially obeyed God they were like Jonah okay I'm gonna do what portion of this I choose to in the way in which I choose to and then when God would come and punish the person or their business would suffer or something in their life would suffer then they would begin to do what God said until things got better. But they would never fully carry out the will of God. So we're back to Matthew 25. That servant he gave the one talent to, who decided to bury it in the ground. He even did what I, I I actually did, not even realizing it. But he blamed the he blamed God. He said, "Well, I knew you were a hard man, and you're like well." He didn't blame God. He blamed the master. But it, it's it's to me it's a a a, a, a story a parable that helps us reference and look at how we we treat God at times. We'll make excuses of like, well, I'm too old or I'm too far up in my age. Or like my client says, I'm retired, but I can't sit still. She made a decision that sitting still isn't her thing because the spirit is telling her to do something else. Many of us are pretending to not hear from God, and I won't say us. I won't put myself in that in that um category. Often I say us so that it comes across that people don't feel like they're alone, or or that there's a um not a place of speaking from an accusatory tone. As a counselor, um, we often tell people to um, use uh, terms that are not accusatory, right? So like so instead of saying you did this. I perceived you did this, or this is how I perceived the situation. But so often there's a pretending that we don't hear God. I'm here to tell you today that whether you pretend you don't hear God, or you actually act on what he said, you are still responsible for what he spoke to you. You're still responsible for the talents that he gave you to operate in them. You will be held accountable for the things you did And didn't do on this earth. So often we look at. Oh well I was a good person. And I didn't kill anybody. And I didn't commit adultery. I didn't take anyone's wife. I didn't steal. I didn't do the big things that we consider. I didn't you know live an immoral life right. But do you realize that. You will also be held accountable. For the things you didn't do. So maybe. Maybe. When you get to heaven. God won't uh, condemn you to hell for not, you know, starting that organization that will open doors for homeless people. And maybe he got the work done through someone else's hands. But man, I would hate to be the individual who he gave a vision to and I slept on it. Who he gave a talent to and I buried it in the ground who he gave a word to, and I refused to deliver it. I just don't want to be that person. I know this, this kind of sounds a little heavy this morning, but, well, I'm going to just let it sit where it sat because it was my job to deliver the word. I've completed that task. I pray that for someone motivates motivation, that it, um, it stirs your heart to be obedient to God, I pray for one uh, for another that it was just a fire you needed to fuel the flames to, to remain steadfast and to remain in a place where you are trusting and believing God, even when other people don't understand your call, or when it seems real crazy to, to believe God. So for instance, like I'm literally in a situation where, like there's a, a, a time clock clicking on a particular thing. 24 hours from now, Um, there's, uh, options, right? There's a, this, it could go this way, it can go that way, but I heard God on the situation. So I made a decision to obey God in this, this season of my life. And so in spite of the time period that, that appears to be ending in 24 hours, I've made a decision to go with what God said and to trust him to, uh, either step in, in this 24 hours and stop the time clock. To step in and perform a miracle in my life but to do something I'm, I'm making a decision to trust him because I heard him because I heard his word I heard him clearly I've been obedient to him and so the rest is on God right so he gave me this word I didn't pretend I didn't hear him I heard him I obeyed him and now it's up to you to do what He is nudging your spirit to do whatever that is for you. So I wrap up the podcast right here and say, it's been a pleasure to be with you again this week. Pray that I'll see you back here next week and God bless you. been listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, where we encourage you to stretch your faith and to believe God for the impossible.